Hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and I'm joined by the spellbinding M. I see we're going for a theme here. Hello, everyone. Friends Are Far Out is a gaming podcast for all of those who enjoy gaming and spending time with friends. M, it is hot out there. It is hot, 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 hot. My car said it was 101 degrees. Yikes. It is crazy. We find ourselves here in the Northeast, and it is uh, of the United States of America, and it is super hot here. It is hot over in England. I think this might be like the, the dog days of summer. Have you ever heard that expression? I don't know what it means, though. The dog I'm not days sure what it means, but my dogs are very, very hot. Yeah. Being so, a dog in the middle of the summer. Yeah. It's probably the worst time to be a dog. Because yeah, I you're think covered it might be. in fur. Uh, so it is it is crazy, crazy hot out there. So hopefully you're listening to this podcast, you're finding a way uh, to stay cool uh, and keep cool. One of those ways is if you have air conditioning, stay inside and play video games. Uh, we'll talk about some other ways to keep cool. Uh, of course, some outdoor water sports, perhaps. We'll talk about that a little bit later. If you don't have air conditioning, you could spray yourself with the hose or Absolutely. spray your friends with the hose. <laughs> you could get a crazy daisy or do you remember the crazy daisy? Is a sprinkler, right? That like kind of... Yeah. And it just flailed around. around. Yeah. You could get one of those. You could get yep. a slip and slide and give yourself um, an injury. Yeah, I feel like slip and slides are like, just sign them up. Sign you up for an injury. If you hit a rock, that really... Oh, boy. Is... That's no good. Um, yeah. But if you can, you can find some sort of body of water, but some aren't as lucky, and there aren't bodies of water around. That's true. To, so... If you have a hose connected to your house, uh, I know it's water gun it's, fights are fun. Like water guns or, or, or water balloons. Those are water good balloon fights yep. um, or just uh, ice cubes. There you go. <laughs> uh, so if you choose the video game route, then <laughs> we have got some deals for you to check out. So we're going to start today's show where we start every show, and that is by taking a dip into the bargain bin. Now, M, your first entry in the bargain bin is one that you said you thought I would really enjoy. Tell us about it. It is, and you have not played this game. I have I not, no. have played this game in its entirety, um, and this is not a game that really matches my aesthetic, matches your aesthetic. It's on brand for me, apparently. Yes. Yeah. It's called Don't sync and okay. i'll talk more about it later too um it's currently 4.99 it's its lowest price ever it's 50 percent off of 9.99 it is a pirate game Woo! <laughs> i love me some pirates um it's very pixelated and it's very witty and i think that's what kept me going excellent there is some combat but it's kind of, it's the kind of combat that if you load your ship up with artillery, then you'll just speed through. You could kind of brute force it. Yes. Yeah. So I don't mind that. And you're not actually like, like swashbuckling. <laughs> Got it. So this is more ship combat, not necessarily hand-to-hand. Uh, -hand. And it's not all ship combat. So you're going oh, around okay. a map, and you're trying to take over territories, but you're also talking to people, and they ask you for things, and you know, you're know you going on these little fetch quests. But You like your little tasks. I always like my little tasks. They're very witty. Nice. So I'll talk a little bit more about that later. It's very, very... Uh, in the J wheelhouse. All right. And right now it's four ninety nine. I think it's only on sale for the next couple of days. But keep a lookout. It's it's a bargain bin. Uh, goes around the bargain bin a lot. So keep an eye on that deal for Don't Sink. What is your first game in the bargain bin? So my first game in the bargain bin is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, now, that's not something I can say very often, but uh, one of my favorite games of all time, it's called Into the Breach. Into the Breach is a turn-based game 
where um, you are making decisions on, you control these little pixelated uh, mechs, and you are, it's turn-based combat where you're fighting these um, bugs that they call the Vec that come up out of the Earth. And the whole premise for the game is that you're going back in time to try to save these timelines. You're tra traveling through time to try to save these timelines from these creatures. Um, this game came out a few years ago, and I absolutely became obsessed with it. I played it obsessively so much. And it is on sale this week for $10.04. That's 33% off its normal price of $14.99. Uh, and the reason it is right at the top of mind is not only is it one of my favorite games ever, but just this week on July 19th, they came out with an expansion, a free expansion, which you get even if you buy the game now uh, on Nintendo Switch for $10.04. Again, you get the expansion. There's all these new pilots, new drivers, new mechs that you can try out. There's all these different combinations of weapons and things like that. Uh, but because you're coming from the future... What's interesting is you kind of, every turn, you know what the enemy's going to do. They'll show you what they're going to do. The enemy, you'll know, oh, the enemy's about to attack this little building, and it's going to attack your mech here, and it's going to do this. So it's almost like a puzzle game, because there's not that many tiles on this uh, sort of map. So you're just trying to use your weapons to sometimes kill them, but other times just sort of move them around and figure out the right combination or the right puzzle uh, for how you can make it past these levels. Um, it really, again, really blew up a few years ago. People loved it, and I was absolutely into it. I almost mentioned it last week when we talked about... Um, uh, when we talked about vacation games, because I bought it, I happened to buy it when I was at the beach, and I was obsessed with it. I just every <laughs> night after the beach, I came home and I was just absolutely playing through into the breach so much. So, at ten dollars and four cents, an incredible deal for an incredible game. Absolutely check it out. If again, watch some gameplay. If there's, if it even remotely you think it'll be interested, if you like turn-based games at all. It's, it's definitely one to pick up. Super, super great. Into the Breach. All right. Em, what's your next game in the bargain bin? Um, my next game, I think I have mentioned this in the bargain bin, but it goes with the theme. I always, I like to, I like a theme. And you love staying on theme. I, I am love, horrible about that, but I you love, do it for both of us. And I've stayed on theme for everything. This week. Yes. Oh, man. We, you, you did it. And, and the people will see for sure. So this um, one is Summer in Mara, right? Yeah, Summer in Mara. I believe I got this on Indiegogo. Um, oh, okay. Like, I backed it on Indiegogo. I, I played it a lot last summer. Mm -hmm. And it is $9.99 right now. It matches its previous low. It's 60% off of $24.99. Uh, it is a really cute little game. A lot, a lot of fetch quests, but you drive a boat a Ooh, lot. So awesome. don't sink. You're a pirate driving a boat a lot. Summer and Mara driving a boat a lot. So we got, we got a theme here. We're, uh, we're in the water because it, it is hot, hot, hot. Taking so, uh, it to the water. Take it, we're not taking it to the streets because the no. pavement is way too hot, especially too hot for little puppy paws. So we cannot take it. Remember, if it's too hot for your hand to touch the pavement, it is way too hot for those little puppy paws. So don't bring your dogs outside. That is an important PSA for sure when it is this hot out. All right. So that is <laughs> Summer in Mara. All right. Uh, my last game in the bargain bin is it's called Dragon... Kathy? <laughs> I don't know. Kathy Coffee. It's C A F F I. So Dragon Kathy or Coffee. I don't know how you pronounce it, but looks cozy nonetheless. It does look really cozy. Very cute art style. I really like it. Uh, it came out earlier this year in April, uh, and it, it was a game that I just put on my radar. I didn't grab it right then, but I did say, you know what? I'm going to keep an eye out on this game. 
uh, because it does look like something that I might enjoy, but definitely something uh, that my family will enjoy. My family absolutely loves cozy games even more than I do. Um, and um, this game is all about exploration and interaction with the world. I'm just going to read a little bit of the description here because I feel like it encapsulates what you're in for. Um, Dragon Cafe is an open-world puzzle adventure game of pure, lighthearted happiness suitable for all ages. The game is lovingly hand-painted and traditionally animated, and the sole purpose of this little adventure is to be a happy, fun experience for all to enjoy. Right there! Yeah, That's cozy. that sounds great. That That's sounds... cozy. Sign me up. You play Sign as a me little, up. You play as a little fox spirit that was adapted into a family of dragons. I love being a little fox. I mean, hey, it, it really, really looks cute. And again, it looks really well done. Uh, so that game is on sale for $8.70. That is 70% off its normal price. So again, certainly one uh, to check out. Normally $30. I wasn't sure to just grab it right at that price. But at $8.70, I definitely see my uh, see me buying this game uh, for the family. So that's Dragon Cafe. All right. So just a quick review of our bargain bin picks this week. We have Don't Sink at uh, $4.99. Summer in Mara at $9.99. Into the Breach at $10.04. And Dragon Cafe at $8.70. All right. Uh, so, M, I have been getting a lot of video game time in lately because it has been too hot to go anywhere. Uh, too hot. Too hot. So, uh, I have been playing a lot of Stardew Valley lately. Um, I had previously spent very little to no time uh, on the island in Stardew Valley. Uh, if you are listening to this and you're like, island? I'm not sure. You may want to skip ahead a bit because uh, like you're, you're, I've talked about it before. Yeah, though, so. I know we've mentioned it, but um, I have really been diving into the island uh, content because I hadn't done too much. All those uh, but walnuts. my goodness, it is delightful. So fun. It's just this whole new it's a whole new experience. All it's the, a whole all new game. New really? Yeah. There's so much new stuff. All um, those walnuts. All those walnuts. I'm all, I'm at like. 60-something walnuts, maybe. Oh, man, you got a long way to I go. you got a long way to go, <laughs> for sure. But uh, but it's just so fun, and, and again, so clever. Um, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm making a lot of progress, I feel like, but I definitely oh, still have a ways but to then go. once you get the walnuts and you get to the walnut room and then you see your progress meter, you'll be like, man, I've... I've made no progress at all in this game whatsoever. Right. Yes, I, I figured something <laughs> like that was happening. You're like, a uh hundred? -huh. You're like, how could there be a hundred? No way. And then... <laughs> well, you can go up to the the parrot in the treehouse, and he'll yes, give you little hints, and it will be hints, like, yep. machine in the volcano. And you're like, which machine? There's like 100. a hundred. thousand machines in here, yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, I have been really having a lot of a lot of fun with Stardew Valley lately. Um, what's been occupying some of your occupying some of your time lately? So even though it is sweltering hot, mega hot, um, because I have been on a Pokemon Go kick, you have been braving the elements for Pokemon Go. Dougie has been using this to his advantage to oh you're gonna i i didn't tell this tell you this story so this is live on oh i get to hear it for the first time yeah, yes fresh, i love that fresh, oh, you're gonna, audience you're gonna love this so i love it dougie loves saying hey do you want to go on a pokey walk and mm -hmm. i always say yes because i want to go to the pokey stops i want to get the different items. I want to go to the raids. I want to do the things, even though um, I'm not a child. So I pretend I'm doing other things with my phone. Anyway. There is so, no pokey shame on this podcast. Yeah, no, don't pokey shame anybody. Don't pokey shame anybody, frankly. It's, it's, an, it's an anxiety relief. So what, because Dougie is such a good, um, a good partner, Part, yep. good husband, uh, takes me to different towns around us that are populated by pokey stops 
Nice. And usually we'll go to dinner. We'll make a dinner reservation or something, or we'll plan to go to dinner at a certain time, but we'll allot an hour of walking beforehand. We were in a town the other day. <laughs> Doing our bokeh walk. Just get taken in the sights, taking uh-huh. in the, the Pokemon. And yep. so I I just got back into Pokemon Go because our two friends are super into it. And, you know, my level isn't super high. It's 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 middling at best it's in the 30s. As, as low, is mine. Low 30s. I'm not, not very high at all. Dougie's is 20 or something. And that's only because I control his Pokemon and I evolve them. And it's mostly self-serving so i can put his pokemon in the gyms that my pokemon go into so i said to dougie oh there's a a low level raid just over there we can do that and he's like no that's a bad idea my pokemon are all gonna die i said they faint they don't die first of all but yeah what is this some kind of like yeah. <laughs> dark souls game no come on neopets and pokemon they don't die no anyway, they simply faint they faint or they're they're starving so we're sitting on a bench the two mm-hmm. of us and all of a sudden a third person comes into this raid and i'm like who is this person <laughs> where right? did they come from There is a teenager standing across the street. <laughs> and that's fine. Uh, yeah, sure. However, this teenager comes over after the raid, starts to pokey shame me. <laughs> no. And it's like, which level is he? And I'm like, oh, he's like level 21. And then, which level are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm level 31. And it's like, oh, I'm level 37. And I'm like, oh, that's that's really wonderful. And then it starts pokey bragging. Oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, that's that's really great. I'm glad you're, you're having such a good time playing Pokemon Go. And then so, I just I couldn't take it. I had to remove myself from the poke situation. Was this a Pokebro? Um, he asked what we were doing, and we were we're adults, and I said we're going to have dinner. <laughs> you know, dinner. Um, we're at not at a restaurant. Yes, with we're napkins. Not. So, <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's actually it's a nice way to get out of the house, walk around. Um, but I didn't expect to be shamed by a 13 or 14 year old and just because who I am as a person just have to take it and be like that's so great I'm so happy for you. I'm happy you're enjoying yourself I'm bye well, I'm, I'm and <laughs> since smiling. yeah I and then Dougie asked me he's like well since you're different colors are you gonna go like obliterate this kid at every gym he's at and I'm like no I'm not going to crush this kid's dreams. So, um, yeah, now I can never go on a pokey walk in that town again. The end. So that's what I've been doing sometimes. (laughs) And as an anxious adult being pokey shamed by a 13 year old. (laughs) That is real, folks. Don't pokey shame anyone. Even if they're just like, if you're, it's, it's just an adult minding their own business. You could be like, Hey, cool. Pokemon go. Yeah. That's what's up. Okay. Hey man. Nice. All right. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. Cool. Glad you're playing. Yeah. Um, maybe you another... could say far out, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's far out. Have you ever yeah. heard of a podcast called friends are far out? You should yeah. check it out. It's available yeah. where podcasts are available, but I've also been playing Pokemon brilliant diamond because I kill my phone battery very quickly. Right, <laughs> With all the Pokemon Go. Now what do I do? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, now what do I do? And then I, I picked Pokemon Brilliant Diamond back up. Um, I will say I think I put it down a lot because it's not as much of a challenge. You know when you play a Pokemon game and you 
level up your Pokemon so much that they're almost godlike. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the don't sink thing that we were just talking about, where your ship becomes too powerful. Your Pokemon sometimes are just They just obliterate everyone. It's not even like a fun challenge. Right. Uh, I do like some other uh, another Pokemon attacks you and it goes, it's super effective. And you're like, "Uh oh, and it takes away three of your health. And you're like, all right, I'm fine. It's not even like a a dance. What I do like um, in Heart Home City, they have like a Pokemon television contest and there's like a dance portion. So this is a Pokemon reality dance show. Yeah, it's it's like reality TV of the week for Pokemon, and they do you have to keep in sync with the music, so it's almost like Dance Dance Revolution for Pokemon. Very cool. So I like that. Um, So those are my two Pokemon things that I've been uh, doing, and I'll say my one other game, but I'm gonna get into what it is. I've been playing Moonglow Bay, which is Mm -hmm. uh, also you know boat themed. And then we'll we'll both talk about what else. Yeah, the other one I dipped playing. into recently was Lake. <laughs> I dipped into Lake. You know I love Lake. Uh, I, I there is I mean of course it centers around the lake. I have yet to be in any kind of watercraft. I don't know if you end up getting to go in a boat of any kind. I have not. I'm on like this. I'm halfway through the second week, and I have not been I'm in a not boat. Quite onto the second week, but. Uh, both of us have agreed that Lake is delightful. Uh, if we have the opportunity, or if you have the opportunity, folks, I say you to move you to the Pacific Northwest it. and become yep. a mailman. Do it. Go back to 1986 <laughs> and become a mail mail person in the Pacific Northwest. Do it. Do it. Just yeah, that that if seems you, ideal. Yes, if you have the chance, go ahead and do it because it seems so relaxing. And it's like, uh, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, and when sh- you described it as the anti-GTA, I think, what, is that what you called it? Yeah, anti- the anti-Grand Theft Auto. Because That's exactly you can't, what it is. You can't That's crash exactly. into people. You can't crash into cars. You can't drive that fast. Nope. And then if you get stuck on a curb or stu- or if, like, you drive up, yep. you, can hit, uh, you can hit a button and reset your truck. <laughs> Just a standard truck reset button. Yeah, they they uh, do that. You know, you crash you crash your car just a little bit into a tree. Just a There's little. just a button yep. to reset. You're helping uh, helping the crazy cat lady in town. You're uh, you're just you're you're just you're helping reconnecting you just, with the whole town. You want to help? It's it's really you want to help them if you know. Say you want to help not build apartments. Yeah, uh, you can help the the lumberjack. Uh, well, everybody. Well, I like helping lumberjacks, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think we, we love, get what you're putting down. We love flannel. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're pro-lumberjack here at the Friends of Fire Out podcast. All right. So that is some of what we have been playing this week. And we're going to move right along to our reality TV of the week. Now, this is, as you know from the description... We have been a little coy about it the whole time. But, again, listener, you have seen the explanation for the episode. We are definitely talking about boating, water sports, fishing, any way to cool off outside uh, that involves the water. Um, So it's only fitting that our reality TV of the week follow the same same pattern. How, How much time have you spent on boats, Jay? Not as much as I'd like. (laughs) Um, no, I, I have not spent a crazy amount of time on boats, uh, but I do love it every time I get to go. Um, not, not too often. I've never been on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise either. I know people Um, like love, love cruises. I've never been on a cruise. But I mean, I've spent a fair amount of time on fishing boats and, uh, canoes and kayaks and, uh, some motorized boats. Not a lot of sailing, although I have done some, but yes. Uh, so, as as you well as you know, as mm-hmm. the listenership might not know, um, I come from a quaint fishing village. <laughs> yes, I was going to say you you have your your roots uh, in the uh, in in I would say the nautical arena. <laughs> yeah. And and when I 
moved to where we currently live, uh, which is not necessarily landlocked, uh, my my family considers it to be landlocked, even though it's not, because I'm not immediately next. I can't just hop on a boat and go to the middle right. of yes. It's the not sea. a stone's throw from a beach or a, <laughs> or uh, a port. My father yeah. is a fisherman, a seaworthy man. There uh, you go. So spent a lot of time on fishing boats, lobster boats, etc. The reality TV of the week though has nothing to do with my father and all to do with my mother. <laughs> all right. So we're not going to be talking about deadliest catch here. No, no, no None not at all. No, I'm not going to talk about anything about fishing. I'm not going to be talking about you know, I know they have a lot of deadliest catch i know they have a lot of um boating and fishing reality television oh yeah for sure this is probably the reality tv about a boat that i have clocked the most time watching not by my own uh how can i put this i didn't choose to watch this it is just seemingly always It chooses on. you. It chooses no. <laughs> yeah. me. Um, my mother, shout out to Jane. She watches more Bravo TV than any person I've ever met in my entire life. She could be a Bravo historian. Nice. So there is a television show on Bravo called Below Deck. Have you ever heard of this show? Only in passing. So below deck, I assume they're shipping things back and forth, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no I mean, they're not. Oh, I mean, that's, sort of. So it's not, it's not cargo below deck. Hmm. What could it possibly be? What could be? it possibly be? On Bravo, huh, hmm. there are nine seasons of this show. There are different flavors. <laughs> nine? There's nine, nine seasons? Nine, probably more. There's probably, okay. but I know there are nine existing seasons of the show there's below deck original flavor below deck mediterranean flavored below deck down under and below deck sailing yacht Ooh. so these are those who enjoy wearing their monocles while they watch well these are all boats that people charter so very rich people charter these boats yep um for fancy um excursions oh okay and it follows the crew so it will follow um the like the stew like the main stewards Mm -hmm. and um the deckhands and the boysen i think that's what they call it the person who's in charge of like the deckhands yeah boysen or boysen i don't know Bosun, that sounds right. The I, other one. I think it might be bosun. But I I'm made not it. A, I made it sound like a sauce. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just drizzle the bosun over the. Yes. No, no, okay. Yeah. Um, and the captain, and these people are in such tight quarters at all times. Right. Th- that. Oh, and also the chef. There's always like a fancy. Sure. Right. Like a fancy yacht chef. These people are in such tight quarters that they, they're always romantic entanglements. Ooh, and other drama might ensue. So much, or they hate each other, or, you know, it's, it, it is, or, you know, they're out at sea and their romantic partners back home are having issues with it, or oh. or they hate the captain, or they get fired, or they get sick, or they're not pulling their weight enough, or something happens with the rich people who chartered this ship, and they all have these lists of things so say you and i are are somehow we got a bunch of money <laughs> you know as we this whole podcast thing really it takes really, off it really takes off so we decide we are going to charter 
A um, a boat, a yacht, or a sailing. Okay. A, it depends on which season we want to be on, really. So let's say a yacht. A yacht. We charter so, a yacht. We charter a yacht. Um, As you do. And and we bring we bring our whole crew, mm-hmm. and uh, of children and anxious adults. So Great. each person. So if it will say like Jay is the main guest, these are all his like needs. Like he needs to have a Nintendo Switch and TV available. He needs to have all of these games. He needs to have a Nintendo 64 bolted to the wall. Like all of these things. Some things that are uh, maybe normal, but other things that might be that a little are niche. outlandish. And then yeah. it'll be like, "This is M. M is a charter guest. Uh, she needs to have only fruit punch Capri Suns and blue M Ms only, like blue M Ms only. Yeah. And but and some of these things are outlandish. But it will say, and some of the things that they'll say that they requested were never on the lists. They'll go like the crew will go to great lengths to get these items and they're on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Right. Um, so they will be tipped very highly. Oh, okay. Well, so at least they're or taken not care very of. highly oh, dependent okay. on mm-hmm. how well they did. Um, some of the newer staff, because some of these people have been doing this for many, many years because you know, they've been making a lot right, of money. Right, sure. It's, it's like, you know, fine dining waitressing. You make a lot of money if you know what you're doing. Yep. Um, they, the newbies, don't know not to get into a hot tub with the charter guests. Even though, seemingly, that seems like something you wouldn't do. I feel like you might not need an instruction manual to know. For, for that, hey, yeah. don't get in a hot tub with the high-priced guests. That could cause a problem. Yeah, so they'll do things like that. It'll cause a lot of drama. Um, it is a very entertaining show to watch. I think out of most of the Bravo TV I watch at my mother's house, Below Deck is probably the most entertaining. Uh, I got to check it out now. It's it's actually interesting to see the dynamics of how I did these... not realize it was just in passing hearing about it. I thought it was like a bachelor situation, but no, I no, but it's oh, not and... that. It's not really that at all. It's more like a workplace drama type yes. thing, but just it's on a boat. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting. But then, so each couple episodes, it will be the same charter. So say. Um, M and J's charter will last three episodes, and then gotcha. after our charter ends, it will be a ep- an episode of like the crew. They go out, say they're in Med- the Mediterranean. They'll go out in in Greece and party with all of their tip money, and then they'll all take out all their drama on each other. Oh, it's, got it. Okay, it's pretty and entertaining. Then, <laughs> and then another. Then the next episode is another charter. Is, after yep, that? and then you'll get to okay. know all of the charter guests. Uh, on that one and how that ensues so it's it's an interesting show it's an interesting dynamic um i have watched a lot of it over its nine seasons enough to know who the main players are Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though i don't think i've watched an entire season in its entirety right i i know who the main characters are when and you know this when Dougie and I uh, went on a like a mini, mini vacation. Right. Yep. Just tried to get away for a few days. Yeah, we and tried then you to went get to New England. Right. We yep. We were in New England. Um, we were just sitting there having a meal. Just at a small restaurant, right? Like yeah, a just place. A, we were the yep. only people there, and this woman was extraordinarily loud. And just, just another another patron at the restaurant. Yeah, just another just, patron at the restaurant. Yelling. These ladies were sitting, and and Dougie asked me, "Do you want to leave?" And I said, "No, no, we're waiting for our food." Mm-hmm. And she starts talking about her time on below deck. So, oh dear. I I'm like, oh no. So I texted both 
My so at mother. this moment, we have, a, we have a situation where it could either be someone who... A beloved character or a villain. Right. And, and so it could I had be to... someone who, uh, you know, happened to be on a few episodes because they chartered the boat. But more than likely, we're talking about someone who was on the show. I've like, run into that, too. Someone, yeah. uh, someone came into my hometown, uh, my father's establishment, who chartered the boat was talking like he was a bigwig, and I watched the episode, and he was not very nice to the crew. Like, ah. why Why would you brag about that when you're not yeah, very nice that seems odd. Although, if you're crew. out of touch, you're out of touch, so who knows? But so, anyway, this woman in the, in the is great... bragging about <laughs> being on the show, and you're sitting there going, oh, my God. I, so I, you're, in the I background, texted. you know your mom is so into this show, and other people you know. I texted both my mom and our friend Gina. Yep. And both of them were like, is it this person? And they were both correct because they they both watch so much Below Deck. So the reality TV of the week to keep uh, is so if you have Bravo uh, or, you know, again, uh, if you're going to see your your mom. <laughs> yep. You can watch Below Deck. You can watch Below Deck regular flavor. You can watch Below Deck Mediterranean. You can watch Below Deck Down Under, which I hear the ship captain is... That was me making uh, like a hamburger sizzling sound because I hear he's... Allow me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> or, or Below Deck Sailing Yacht. <laughs> Got it. So again, whatever your flavor, enjoy some Below Deck. <laughs> All right, everybody. That seems like a good time. Go batten down the hatches. Uh, Prepare, get ready. We'll be back after a quick break. Do you or someone you know play Pokemon Go? Talk to them today about pokey shaming. It's a slippery slope of excitement. Pokey bragging can turn into pokey shaming with little warning. Pokemon Go is about enjoying your community with friends. Pokeshaming ruins it for everyone, especially children and anxious adults. Talk to your loved ones today about Pokeshaming. This announcement has been brought to you by the Friends Are Far Out podcast. Welcome back to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and I'm here with M. Hello, everyone. You know, M, whether it's fishing, kayaking, swimming, jet skiing, water activities, and summer, they just go hand in hand. So today, we're taking it to the water, talking about some of our favorite games that feature water activities. I like those pool floats that look like a watermelon or like a donut. Those are fun. I, I do like those. I don't usually fit in those very well. I do like, though, a, a pool lounger. A pool I like lounger? Man. A pool float that um, that my parents have. We don't mm-hmm. have a pool, but my parents live by the water. Is multiple people can sit in it. Oh, and those are fun. And there's a cooler. Yeah. Cooler the, is clutch. I do like middle. a cup holder, but my... I like a cup holder. My ideal po- pool float, though has to have i want to be in the water some i don't want to be totally yeah, your out butt. of the water I let, your yeah butt i want to be, be in, in the, the water. water some and some of me out of the water i like a noodle around. i i like a classic a classic noodle yeah. uh that's your standard standard noodle yeah standard noodles probably my favorite because it's just so versatile it is you could do a lot with it yep. yes and if yep. you have two noodles forget oh it oh my god well then just forget <laughs> it you're a you're it's an embarrassment of riches. All right. So uh, first game uh, is we're going to let's dip into your some of your bargain bin games because those bargain bin games do feature some water activities because, once again, you like a theme and you stay on theme. I do. Um, so tell us. I, I want to hear a little bit more about Don't Sink. Don't, oh, I know. And I will also add to my list um, the game I'm playing now. So I'll talk about that one, too. Oh, yes. Quickly. Yes, you can talk about that one. But... Don't sink. I'll start with that first. Mm-hmm. You create your pirate Sona. 
Nice. So you can have a peg leg, you can have an eye patch, you can have a hook hand, you can have all of the above. Mm-hmm. And you have to go around to all these different places and accumulate a crew, mm-hmm. trade, you have to do little tasks. You know I love doing little tasks. I do know that. Uh, you can talk to people. It's very witty. And even though so the it's, writing is really a standout in this game, the writing is it's it's not too long, but it's it's smart, it's quick. Um, the names of the boats that you are also dueling with, that you're mm-hmm. fighting with, are very yep. funny. Nice. So it's just a fun game, I, and I think you'll really really enjoy it. And right. you it, are it features a lot of sailing. Yes, and you're taking over all the parts with your pirate crew. Oh, okay, very yeah. cool. So don't sink. It's it's a good game. And it's pixelated. Again, it has... Yep, I do love that aesthetic. good game for the summer. Has That's that, perfect. Has that so vibe. So my current favorite pirate game is also one I wanted to mention, and that was Sea of Thieves. Now, Sea of Thieves is a much different game then it sounds like Don't Sink is, and it's a much different game than most games. Uh, Sea of Thieves is really an opportunity to kind of make your own fun. Uh, there's plenty out there built in to, you know, so you can decide what you want to do. But you are a pirate sailing the Sea of Thieves, and you could be searching for treasure, you could be fighting skeletons, you could be going after other crews, um, doing tall tale missions, and it, there's so many different options. But M, I will tell you, the water in Sea of Thieves is the best-looking video game water for my money. Refreshing-looking video game water? Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. I will put the Sea of Thieves water up against any other water that I've encountered. That is some good-looking water. So even <laughs> if the Sea of Thieves is not a game that you're like, wow, that sounds like my personal nightmare. I don't want to be sailing around doing pirating things. And I certainly don't want to be running into any other people because that could be a little rough at times, admittedly. But if you like some video game water, you check out a video. Look at that video game water. It is beautiful. Go crazy when you're out at sea for too long and drink some video game water. Yes. No, (laughs) don't drink the seawater. That's a good PSA for everyone. Don't drink the seawater. Yeah. But um, no, but Sea of Thieves is a tremendous game. And if I'm talking about games with boats... My goodness, Sea of Thieves has to be mentioned. I have uh, so many hours in Sea of Thieves playing along. Uh, Sea of Thieves really shines when you play it with friends, you know. And so, obviously, on a podcast where we talk about friends are far out and we talk about playing games with friends, that's where Sea of Thieves really, really shines. Uh, I play with my daughters, um, so it's not a huge barrier to entry. And, you know, even though Sea of Thieves has been out and going on for a while... um, when I pick up Sea of Thieves, if you were to pick it up today, M, and play with me, you and I would, our characters would be the same level power. We wouldn't, I wouldn't be more powerful. So I wouldn't I fall longer. behind, even no, though I just No, I, I mean, I, I would know more about what's going on. But, like, in terms of our character power or anything like that, you have the same choices in terms of abilities and weapons and, like... It's, it's not not even ability. You wouldn't be like, a captain, and I, I wouldn't be, like, swabbing the poop deck. No, no, not at all. Like, <laughs> you can run around and do things the same as I can. Where we run at the same speeds, jump at the same speeds, and, you know, be just as powerful. But Sea of Thieves is a, is a whole lot of fun uh, if you have some friends to play with, for sure. So Sea of Thieves, great-looking water, a lot, a lot of fun. Great-looking water. All Gotta right. Gotta love that water. That's some darn good-looking water. All right. Uh, so now that we've got some of the pirate games to the side, what are some other games that feature water or boating or fishing? All of mine are really boating games. Boating so games. Okay. I will go well, some with... Some of these do have fishing minigames. I'm yes, aware of that. Yes. Sure. So yep. um, Summer in Mara, I will go with my bargain bin picks first. So I've, I've yep. spoken at length about Summer in Mara and about their crab mail system, and about the Future Islands reference, which is a weird band that I like Yes, from Baltimore. Check um, out their David Letterman appearance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My dad does that weird dance at parties. Anyway, uh, so Summer and Mara, 
very cool game. Uh, very, it's just very chill. You can farm. You have this, it's just cute little characters. You can feed and pet dogs in that game. Fun fact. We love petting a dog here at the Friends of Fire Out podcast. We love any animal or friendly looking creature in a game that you can pet or feed or or be friends with. We love that on the Friends of Far Out podcast. Absolutely. But Summer in Mara, uh, you can... A lot of the transportation in that game is driving a boat around from place to place. Um, it, there's also boat racing. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of fetch quests. It's very cute. So completely nonviolent, picking things up off the ground, which you know I like. So I recommend it. I think there is a second one in development. Oh, okay. Um, Because uh, as the mediocre... I I think it was a bit of a hit. It was. I think people people really did like it. I follow them on social media as the mediocre social media manager that I am. (laughs) How dare you? How... Dare you? Say you that, are wonderful. Say that five times fast. A mediocre social media manager. <laughs> nope. Too many M's. Um, Can't do it. So, I think there is another one in development, but they also have the Mika and the Witch's Mountain coming out too by the same developer. Mm-hmm. I believe that is them. Um, so, Summer and Mara, highly recommend. It is obviously a summer game, summer vibes, and you drive you drive a boat around. What what could go wrong? Love That's it. it. Yeah. Yep. So those are my two bar- like my two bargain bin are mm-hmm. very on theme. Yep. Um, now, what do you have next? Well, a, a game we've both played a lot is Spiritfarer. Yes. And so a boat we'll talk about is that. very a boat is very central in the game Spiritfarer. Uh, Spiritfarer, you're you're playing sort of as a, a you're playing as the Charon or you know uh, you know you're the Charon. the ferryman of the river Styx almost yeah yeah like you know uh, and so you're doing what you can to help spirits sort of um, with their unfinished sort of business or unfinished feelings um, and just helping them sort those out so they can let go and move on. Uh, and, and we love helping ghosts on this podcast. We love helping ghosts. That's another <laughs> thing we love. So, but Spiritfarer is just a delightful game, beautifully done. And again, a boat is a real central uh, feature there because you're spending a lot of time upgrading your boat, um, and you know that's where it's that's where all your spirits live. Uh, you, you know, fish. while you're taking them. Yeah, you can, yeah, there's a great fishing mini there's game. There's fishing, there. there's farming, there's all kinds of mini games. Same with Summer and Mara, there's all kinds of mini mm-hmm. games. But yep. I will give this disclaimer. If you are feeling at all emotional, do not play Spirit Fairer. Yes, it is definitely one that is emotional, and it's certainly because obviously the nature of the game, you're helping people move on to the afterlife. Um, if you have lost someone recently, uh, or if that's weighing particularly heavy on your mind, that's certainly a content warning for you as well, because obviously that's a central piece to Spirit Fair. I played it at a time in my life where I shouldn't have started playing it. Yes, yes, I do and, remember that. Yep. And I, I've actually never, I'm on the last Spirit, and I haven't finished it because of that. It's a beautiful game, and I really love it, but... I think it'll take me some time to pick it back up. So if you feel yeah, yeah. that you want a good cry <laughs> yep, while you drive a boat. <laughs> yeah, and they've supported the game. They have added some content to it as well. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's great. I haven't and played the new stuff. But. Twin Peaks references, there you throughout. go. Yeah, throughout. Yep. There yep. you go. And you get a little cat. Uh, I will tell you that the uh, the co-op play on that is not too bad either. One of you gets to play as the little cat, oh. and one of you gets to play as the spirit fairer main character. Um, and uh, but you can both do things, and so it's it's pretty fun. I played that a little bit with my children, uh, so we got to to you know dive in and play that. 
Um, now, a newer game, uh, not a newer game, uh, a new game to you, a game that you've been playing is that you recently picked up is Moonglow Bay. I started playing that yesterday. Because, oh, just yesterday. Yes. So what are your first impressions? I really like it a lot. I think you would really like it too because it gets your... It's a, you know, it has its little emotional, emotional, uh, pulls at your heartstrings, but. Not in the same way, though, Not in the same way as Spirit Fairy. Um, you are the main character. You are in a kind of struggling fishing village in what seems to be like Canada. Okay. Because your your daughter or your your um offspring makes a comment about uh Ontario and Montreal. They make a lot of Canadian references. Mm-hmm. Um but you live in Moonglow Bay. Um and now we should tell people this is not one that's on Switch. No, this is this is on right. um a lot of the games we Game talk Pass. about are on Switch. This one is not. This one you're playing through Game Pass on on the computer, right? Yes, because Dougie okay. is really into Game Pass. Dougie has been playing Spirit Fair. Dougie has been like a kid in a candy store and really going through every game on Game Pass. So mm-hmm. I've been playing Moonglow Bay. Uh, also, Lake was on Game Pass. Yep. Um, so Moonglow Bay tragedy strikes you right at the beginning of the game mm-hmm. and that's kind of where it stops so, so be ready for that so be ready but. for that that's just a, a trigger warning but um so you are kind of in like a funk in the beginning of the game um your um child comes to visit you and they're like you know you gotta pick yourself up and they get you back moving you decide you are going to start fishing Again, mm-hmm. people are scared. Like, uh, like for a profession, like yes. professionally fishing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and cooking and start like a takeout fish business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you start your takeout fish business. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. as you do. I, I don't know anything about doing anything like this, so. No. <laughs> You don't know anything about commercial fishing, uh, and, and then selling the fish, and then selling the fish, and then fish, wink, wink, fish yes. byproducts. So, uh, you start your own um, fish takeout business, mm-hmm. and then you start rebuilding the town, and because it's a really struggling town, and you think that with your fish business and the earnings that you make, you can help everyone else. And really, that oh. is the civic responsibility that I am looking for in a game. You're here for that. Oh, and you yeah. know I'm here for that. And that's yep. that's the real socialist utopia I'm looking for. <laughs> that is it. I'll rebuild everyone's houses with my with my crab cakes. <laughs> <clears throat> That's it. That's the path to helping everyone. Speaking of civic responsibility and uh, helping everyone, another game that features a lot of uh, a lot of water activities is Animal Crossing: New Horizons and New Leaf as well. I like New Leaf better, obviously. I but, know you do. But I know you do. You get to dive in your little di- in your little wetsuit in both of them. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Um, the fishing is great. One thing I really appreciated in the Animal Crossing New Horizons fishing, I love sharks. So it was super cool to be able to catch some sharks uh, during the summer and then put them in the aquarium. And that aquarium is The aquarium beautiful. in New Horizons is is great. I mean, you could catch, beautiful, beautiful. catch sharks in both, but New Horizons, yeah, yeah. their aquarium, they really stepped up their game. I will, I will give them that. I'll I, give them that. I I have my thoughts about New Horizons, you know that. And I know. I think it's I a beautiful game. I wish they did more for previous fans of the game. 
I do think that I think they've fallen into that trap a little bit. Uh, Nintendo, I mean, has fallen into that trap a little bit with a lot of the games that they've put out on Switch. Switch has been such a hit, which is great. But I think in many cases, they're really targeting newer players. Because there weren't any new yeah. holidays. It was just terraforming, yeah. which yeah. that's not why you, you really play Animal Crossing. Uh, and honestly, not- that kind of goes against a little bit of what it was always about. Like, all right, well, how am I going to deal with my island the way it is? Yeah. And, and my villagers the way they are, besides bullying right. them and selling them. Right. Uh, right. So... In New Leaf, what I really liked, which you could, you know, uh, because Tortimer, he retired, and he's on his island. Uh, You pay Captain, and he takes you on his little boat, and he sings his weird songs, and then he'll stop in the middle and ask you a rhetorical question or make some strange comment, and then he'll keep driving. So I like that Super fun little boating outings with Captain. Yeah, I like Captain. He's a Kappa. There you go. Yeah. Do you know there what you a ca- do you know what a kappa is? Isn't it uh, a frog? No, or not a frog. A, um, uh, no, I don't know. Tell me. Uh, so a kappa. Here, let me let me so I don't get this uh, get this wrong. Yeah, a kappa is it's it's like Japanese folklore. Oh, okay. So they're they're kind of human like, but they have. They have like a turtle shell, mm-hmm. um, and they're it's translated as like river child. I gotta be real. I thought he was a frog this whole time. A lot of people thought he was a frog or a turtle, but or no. turtle, right? Yeah, his frog or is, turtle. I... His name is Captain because he's a kappa. Oh, okay. Um, I just thought I didn't realize that. No, and he, it's. A green human-like being with webbed hands and feet and a turtle-like shell on their back. Hmm. Um, okay. And. He's kind of always wearing his Hawaiian shirt, so I, uh, it's hard to tell what he's got on his back. Um, no, he has, he has his turtle shell. He does? Yeah. Oh, okay. They are known to favor cucumbers and love to engage in sumo wrestling. They're often oh. accused of assaulting humans in water. And okay, I'm not going to read that last part. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll just let that. If if you we'll want, let that be. Yeah, you, folks, you can look it up if you want. Yeah, to. look it up on Wikipedia. Uh, they yes. removed. Oh, some. I see. I see. He does have his uh, his shell back there. Um, but they they remove they remove a mythical organ, uh, from a from a human from somewhere you wouldn't want a mythical organ removed from. I'm going to go ahead and go on record that I don't want anyone removing any of my organs, mythical or otherwise. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, M, we are running short on time. What is there another one that you wanted to touch on? I saw you had Norco on our list. All right. So we talked about Norco um, a while back. Norco, you drive a riverboat. Oh, right there. Okay. Yeah. So that certainly fits so with our theme this week. So you drive a riverboat through these small channels. Mm-hmm. Um. And if you drive your riverboat through all the small channels like I do, it will really reward you. You get some really cool achievements. Oh, I love when you get a good payoff. I like know. That. And I have to go everywhere and see everything. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend driving all over Norco. So, you know, ahoy. Taking it. <laughs> Taking it to the water. Taking it to the water. You might find some cool stuff if you go check, around. If you check go, out that water. Yeah, if you check out those weird little channels. <laughs> All right. Um, so speaking of channels, where can people find us on social media, M? On Instagram, where friends are far out. On Twitter, where Fafo Pod. That's F is in Frank, A is in Apple, F is in Frank, O is in Olive, and Pod. As in podcast on Reddit, which I've posted, but please come talk to us and then I'll post some more where friends are far out on the web where friends are far out.com. We have an email address. Please send us an email where friends are far out at gmail.com. We have a Facebook. It's friends are far out and maybe we'll be on Twitch this summer. It's friends are far out there too. As well. I will say again, you are, I think are, 
especially our Instagram, on point. <laughs> I love following our Instagram because I get to see all the stuff that you share. And here's a little treat for listeners. If you do follow us, you might even see what I like to call a J accidental post. If I'm accidentally <laughs> logged into our account, <laughs> I may accidentally post some content. So that would be fun too. Just a little treat for everybody. Ooh, it hasn't happened a, yet, but it has treat. almost happened numerous times. <laughs> so that might be fun for everyone. Uh. All right. Uh, well, we hope you stay cool. We hope you take it to the water. This has been another episode of the Friends Are Far Out podcast. We want to thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Jay. And I'm M. Please remember that if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That can really help us out. Also, tell a friend about the show because, of course, friends are far out. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.